Our scripture reading this morning comes from Psalm 150. Hear now the word of our Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heavens. Praise Him for His acts of power. Praise Him for His surpassing greatness. Praise Him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise Him with the harp and lyre. Praise Him with timbrel and dancing. Praise Him with strings and pipe. Praise Him with the clash of cymbals. Praise Him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's the Word of God. May it find its way into our hearts and lives this morning by the power of His Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the things I'm discovering as I put these worship services together is just how blessed I am to know so many talented musicians. Relatives, uh, friends, uh, people that I've gone to church with in years past, and people right here in the Braggle Creek Circuit have all chipped in to uh, help provide music for these worship services. And I'm extremely grateful, but if I'm honest, I've always been a little bit envious of musicians, a little bit jealous. Now, I've always wished that I was one of those, uh, those pastors that could just whip out an acoustic guitar and lead the congregation in a couple hymns. I'd kill to be that guy. Uh, but the truth is, try as I might, I can't carry a tune in a bucket. Now, I've always liked to be around musicians. In fact, when I was in high school, I was in a marching band. But it took me a little while to find my place. See, when I started beginning band in fifth grade, um, I wanted to play the saxophone. It seemed like a really cool instrument. I could picture myself, you know, sort of in shades on late night TV playing the saxophone. And, um, and, and so I started playing the saxophone and try as I might, I just could not make it make the right sounds. I would practice the saxophone in my room and it would sound like I was murdering a goose in there. And so eventually I did what a lot of beginning band students do and I stopped trying. I started, you know, just sort of memorizing the fingerings and not actually playing. Well, I was part of a very small band um, that had a very, very small um, woodwind section, and I was found out almost immediately that I wasn't actually playing my instrument. And so the band director, bless his heart, I mean, he, he tried everything to find me a place in the band. And he moved me from saxophone to baritone. Um, uh, he thought maybe that that would be a, uh, a simpler instrument for me. Um, and so uh, I learned to buzz my lip and, uh, and, and try and play the baritone. Um, it quickly became apparent that that wasn't going to stick either. 
And so the time came for the Christmas concert and not knowing what else to do, the band director put me in the drum section. He, he, he put me on bass drum for the band concert. I was um, one of those foot tappers, you know, one of those people that has to tap their foot while they're playing. And I was also a number mouther, um, one of those people that, that has to mouth the numbers while they're playing. And um, <laughs> to top it off, I was a head nodder. I was one of those people that had to nod his head while he played. So there we were at the Christmas concert, you know, it's all nice. We're playing jolly old St. Nicholas or something like that. And, uh, and there's this, uh, there's this pale, uh, pale skinny guy in the back on the bass drum going. And I am just sure that there were people in the audience that night <laughs> that were going, well, isn't that special, them letting that boy play in the band like that? That's so nice. Bless his heart. <laughs> it took me a while to, to find my place where I fit in among the musicians. I think it takes many of us a while to find our place, doesn't it? I love Psalm 150. Bible scholars tell us that it was one of the last Psalms written. It was written especially to close out the Psalter. And it is just this short, uncomplicated song about praising God. It begins, praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. And then it begins to list the instruments, doesn't it? Um, and I, all, I almost picture this psalm like my band director, right? Like, like it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's finding a place for you, you know? It, it, it starts with all of the, the, the complicated skilled instruments, like the trumpet and the harp and the lyre, ones that you have to know what you're doing to play, Right? Praise him, trumpet section. Praise him, harp section. Praise him, lyre section. But maybe maybe you, you can't do any of those things. So it says, you know, praise him with tambourine and dancing. Can you handle that? If not, how about the pipe? Right? <laughs> the pipe's not even a flute. It doesn't have holes. You, you just blow into the pipe and it makes a sound. You can do that, can't you? How about the symbols? Can you praise God with the symbols? Can you, can you manage to, to, to knock two pieces of metal together? Can you do that? And then finally, the last category, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. <laughs> that sounds like everybody else, doesn't it, right? If you're not coordinating enough to, to knock two pieces of metal together, if you've just got some breath, praise the Lord.
See, everybody, everybody has a place in this orchestra. Everybody has an has, has a, a instrument to play, a part to play in God's kingdom and God's plan for the world. We've got to find our section. We've got to find our notes. But more than a few of us probably feel left out. More than a few of us probably feel like we're in that simply breathing category. That everybody who has breath. You know, we know that we're supposed to have gifts. Maybe God's called us to do something we're not sure what it is. We haven't found our place. Many of us feel like maybe we just, at the end of the day, we don't have a talent. We don't have a gift. Some of us feel too broken to contribute anything. Now listen, it is it's bright Sunday, so I don't want to preach a big long sermon about this. All I want to do this morning is, is tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was a water bearer. You know what a water bearer is, right? One of those uh, people whose job it is to carry that long pole on their shoulders. And on each end of the pole, there's a, there's a jug of water. And this particular water bearer's job was, uh, was to each day make, the, make several trips up and down the hill from the master's house to the river. And fill up his jugs full of water and bring them back. And the water bearer was faithful to do this. He was a wonderful water bearer. He loved his job and he loved his master. And so every day he would get up and he could just have a song in his heart. And he would make that trip up and down the hill from the master's house to the river. He'd fill up his jugs full of water and make the trip back up and down the hill from the river to the master's house back and forth all morning singing as he went some of us are beautiful some of us are strong all of us are wonderful all of us belong the water bearer was such a good water bearer that even when he was done collecting water he would make one last trip down to the river and back so that he could gather flowers along the path and set and then come back to the master's house and, and set them in the windows and on the tables. They would make all the people in the house happy. Now the water bearer had two jars. Uh, jars that uh, were made of clay that, that he had uh, that he had designed himself. Like I said, he's a good water bearer. And one of these jars, uh, the, the, the jar that he kept on his right, one of those jars was perfect. There wasn't a flaw. It was a good, strong jar and could hold its water. Um, but the jar on his left uh, had a tiny crack in it. 
and it would drip drops of water all the way up and down the hill from the river to the master's house. And every day as, as they made this journey, um, it would start out fine enough, uh, but um, as, the, uh, as the, the cracked pot began to drip water, it would throw the balance off. And by the time the water bearer would get up the hill, the cracked pot would be half empty. And this would create more work for the water bearer to do. Now the strong pot would always tease the cracked pot about this. Oh, that's something I forgot to mention. Yeah, these pots can talk and they have feelings. You've seen Disney movies, you get it. Well, the strong pot would always uh, tease the crack pot about the fact that, uh, that he was always dripping water. He would poke fun at him, call him drippy. And this would always make the cracked pot sad. Because the crack pot realized that, 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 that his crack, that his leak, that his flaw was creating more work for the water bearer. And he loved the water bearer. Well, one day as they made their journey up and down the hill from the master's house to the river. And the water bearer was singing his song. Some of us are beautiful. Some of us are strong. All of us are wonderful. All of us belong. Well, the strong pot was being extra harsh that day. He was telling the crack pot, you're worthless, you're nothing, you can't hold any water. Uh, I, wish, I wish that water bearer would just replace you so I wouldn't have to do twice as much work. I wish you'd just, just break into a million pieces. At this, the cracked pot begins to cry. He begins to sob. He, he, he can't even control it. The tears are just coming in torrents. Now, a good water bearer is really in, in touch with the emotions of, of, of his jugs. You have to be. And our water bearer is a wonderful water bearer. And so when they've made the trip up and down the hill from the master's house to the river, and the uh, water bearer begins to unfasten the, the, the pots from his, uh, from, from his pole, he sets the cracked pot aside and begins to talk to him, begins to soothe him. Hey, buddy. Why are you upset? And it all comes gushing out. I'm, I'm so upset that, that I, I, I'm always leaking water on the ground and I'm always causing you all of this extra work and everyone's depending on me and, and I, 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 I contribute half as much as the other pot contributes and I just feel so, so bad about it and I'm worthless, and I wish you'd throw me out and replace me. The water bearer smiles. Throw you out and replace you? I would never do that. I made you. You know what I think would make you feel better? You know what always cheers me up? Is 
when we make the trip up and down the hill, up and down the hill, back to the master's house, I want you to look out and I want you to look at all of the flowers and I want you to smell their fragrance. That always just puts a smile on my face. And so the crackpot sniffles. Okay. Okay, I can do that. And so they're making the trip up and down the hill, up and down the hill, back to the master's house. And the water bearer is singing his song. Some of us are beautiful. Some of us are strong. All of us are wonderful. All of us belong. And the crackpot does notice the flowers. Beautiful flowers to all kinds of flowers. There, there, there's pink flowers and blue flowers and white flowers and orange flowers and yellow flowers. Striped flowers, checkered flowers, polka dot flowers, any flower you could imagine. Big ones, small ones, medium ones. They have all of these beautiful exotic scents that, that makes the crackpot so happy. Well, they get back to the master's house and the water bearer is unstrapping the pots again. And he looks at the crackpot and he says, says, do you feel better? Did you look at the flowers? Did that make you feel better? And the crackpot sighs and said, the flowers were very pretty and they, they smelled wonderful. And it did make me feel better for a little bit. But then I remembered how I'm constantly letting you down, how I'm constantly leaking, how I'm constantly creating more work for everybody. And I'm sad again. The water bearer looked at the crack pot and said, Did you notice that the flowers only grow on the left side of the road? The crack pot thought about this for a second. Now that he thought about it, he did notice that, that the flowers only grew on the left side of the road. On the right side of the road, there were no flowers. But what did that have to do with anything? And the water bearer looked at him. See, Every day when we make our trip up and down the hill, up and down the hill, from the master's house to the river, I'm scattering seed along the path. And every day I fill you up. And as we make the trip up and down the hill, up and down the hill from the river back to the master's house, with every drip, you are watering those flowers. Those flowers are there because of you. When I designed you, I put that crack there so that you could make all of these beautiful flowers that we set in the windows and set on the table in the master's house. Your crack isn't a flaw. I put it there because I wanted it there. When the crackpot heard this, he was overjoyed. And he never felt sad about his crack again. In fact, every morning as they got up and they made their way up and down the hill from the master's house to the river, 
and the water bearer scattered his seed, the crackpot would sing with him the whole way down. Some of us are beautiful, some of us are strong, all of us are wonderful, all of us belong. The end. Some of us do have trouble figuring out where we fit in. Some of us feel like maybe we're too broken to fit in anywhere. I want to remind you this morning that you are fearfully and wonderfully made by a creator who has a plan for you and a purpose for you. Make you just the way you are. Cracks and all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
thousand 